Good afternoon, everyone. It's Dr. Nigro again. Our next episode of Psychology Unplugged. As always, thank you so much for your f- continued following, appreciation, support, gratitude, comments. Uh, humble that uh, we've been able to reach a worldwide audience. And um, look forward to meeting a lot of people coming from very far places for me to do neuropsych evals on them. And uh, Julie's with me today. Um, she usually just pops on as she organically does. And um, again, kind of the highlight of our week. So I wanted, um, I posted something on Instagram and I wanted to focus on this. And I meant to do a topic on this a while ago. Um, as we're slowly figuring out Instagram, um, anger. And anger is a universal human emotion. Um, All of us are capable of it. Sometimes anger can be very productive. Sometimes anger can be incredibly destructive. Uh, You get into disorders like intermittent explosive disorder antisocial personality disorder, opposition to the water. Obviously, you know Julie's back. But I want to read this quote to you. Um, It says, Anger is the part of yourself that loves you the most. It knows when you are being mistreated, neglected, disrespected. It signals that you have to take a step out of a place that doesn't do you justice. It makes you aware that you need to leave a room, a job, a relationship, old patterns that don't work for you anymore. Learn to listen to your anger and make it your best friend. Then it'll leave. I think it's a great quote, but it also, if you look at it, it seems somewhat paradoxical. How could anger be construed as your best friend? Uh, Because it is a part of us, And we're designed to do two things as human beings. Procreate and survive. And anger, I think, is definitely part of the uh, sympathetic nervous system. And that's, you know, the fight or flight response. And anger can, anger, I think, it is, if you look at it from perspective, I I am by nature not an angry person. But there are certain things that make me angry. Social injustice, racial injustice, bigotry, uh, judgment and maltreatment of individuals with mental health conditions. And that is a huge reason for even starting this podcast was to be an advocate and a voice for individuals who don't may not have one and to be a source of information and, and knowledge. And I think people sometimes confuse anger with aggression. Aggression is, uh, uh, you know, really acting on negative emotions and leaving a path of destruction, uh, verbal aggression. I've worked with enough uh, patients over the years who've been in abusive relationships and have invariably said, I wish he or she would just hit me because I could cover up the bruise, but I can't unring the bells. And... I think all of us have said things in our lives, uh, maybe with intention, oftentimes without, but, but words, words hurt. 
but I think anger in and of itself doesn't necessarily have to be construed as a bad thing. Anger, I think, can change can change societal structures. Uh, it could change uh, people's opinions. But, you know, I think anger becomes a problem when it turns to violence. You know, you could fight for a cause, but I don't think anybody has a right to go breaking in the, in, into, into store windows. You know, I don't you don't have a right to go, you know, be be angry, but you don't have a right to go and just shoot people in a school. And that that's a whole topic I'll do in and of itself is, you know, the concept of school shootings and that's a different topic. Uh, but anger does not give you a free pass to violate societal norms. It does not give you a free pass to hurt other people without repercussions. And, you know, do couples argue? Absolutely. Do friends fight? Absolutely. But, you know, the, and a lot of times anger can, you know, an argument can make couples stronger provided you learn from it. But anger in and of itself is a universal emotion that shouldn't be... Uh, you know, like, like that quote, you know, pay attention to it. It, 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 it it's your guardian. It, 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 it's your safe haven to say, hey, get out of the situation. Get out of the room. Get out of the relationship. Change jobs. Get away from this boss. You don't need this. So, you know, a word that has such a negative connotation really has a lot of important therapeutic and just life skill benefits to it. Um I'm sure all of you guys out there know somebody who is angry, the, the one with the perpetual chip on their shoulder. That they're, they, they complain about the traffic. They complain about the taxes. They complain about the weather. They complain about their boss. You know, those are, those are, we call it, those are the energy vampires. Um, but to be, to be a, a persistently angry person, I think that's problematic. Uh, and those people can be, they can be annoying. Uh, where they they just they just see the world as as dark and and miserable and everybody's this everybody's that and they make they have you know go, go back to the episode I did on like the cognitive distortions the you know th those kind of people they I think they probably do all seventeen of them, um, but you know Julie and I are not are not angry people, uh, the kids aren't I didn't I didn't grow up with you know anger uh in my family it was very blessed um but you know i've seen from you know a, a psychopathological side you know anger manifesting in opposition defiant disorder uh in disruptive mood dysregulation disorder um uh, in bipolarity i think anger should it's not but it should be a diagnostic criteria um for depression I, it's not. It is. It is in the disruptive mood dysregulation disorder, which is under the depressive disorders. Um, so I think that is something from my personal perspective that uh, people are depressed that they tend to be angry. They, they they tend to be angry either with themselves that they can't get out of their own way. They tend to be angry at their therapist because they're not getting any better. They tend to be angry at their med provider because. Their meds aren't working, um, and they just tend to be angry because they're, they're, they're unhappy. So I don't know why we don't have that as a diagnostic or at least a symptom of, you know, major depressive disorder or even, I don't, I don't think dysthymia would qualify for that, but even, even, even the depressive part of, of, of bipolarity. Um, but anger can also be a productive force in, in, in changing things, uh, saying, you know, we're going to, we're going to end, uh, 
you know, social injustice or racial injustice. But there's appropriate ways, I think, to go about it. And again, this is where it's important to delineate. Anger is not synonymous with aggression. Um, you know, I think aggression, you know, just as basic value, basic face value, aggression has is where you really kind of like violating societal norms and and placing yourself and other people in a potentially dangerous situation. Um, but I, I I just found that 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 quote just popped up as I'm learning more about Instagram that you know the anger is your friend it it just seems so ironic to me you know and I and I've done anger management classes and I've worked with I've worked with people in in my in my training and and you know anger can be managed it can be tempered. It can be controlled, and a lot of times, what I found that people who who are angry or aggressive, they they have a chip on their shoulder, and they don't always realize the impact of their behavior on other people. Now, it's not an excuse. And I said this before: explanation is not justification, uh, but it comes from somewhere. X causes Y. The principle of cognitive therapy. X causes Y. What is driving the anger? And sometimes the anger is justified. You know, I'm, I'm angry that my husband comes home at 2 o'clock in the morning from the, from the casino. You know, you know, every Saturday and Sunday, you know, I'm, I'm angry that my child, you know, is disrespectful to me. I'm, I'm angry and I'm angry at God. I don't want to say me personally, but you know, there's people that, that, that are angry at God. Um, and, you know, a lot of times anger is, is displaced and it can be very uh, overt and it can be passive aggressive. Um, and anger, I think a lot of times, you know, when, when I'm talking in relationships, it's about evening the score. If I hurt, you're going to hurt too. Julie, you want to jump on? Now, Julie's a really angry person, by the way. Oh, you're hilarious. Hi. Um, happy to be back. I, I'm sorry I missed the last few episodes. Um, I was really angry. I was too angry. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I always, uh, I remember doing groups. I've mentioned this before um, at, when I was a therapist, and I did a lot of group therapy. Um, with adults and uh, adolescents, and I really loved it. And um, there was one group that I did with um, both, you know, adolescents and adults, not together. But um, and I used this um, this saying, which um, I think I've said mentioned before, is to be angry is easy, but to be angry at the right person or the right situation in the right degree at the right time and the right amount of anger, that is not so easy. I think that it's really important. I think like the Buddhist, uh, uh, the late Thich Nhat Hanh wrote a book about anger and it's so brilliant. Anger isn't a bad thing. I, anger is like, I, anger is one of those... Um, you know, like uh, top tier words like love. Like there are different variations of anger. There are, my God, you could go on and on and on. Probably, I don't know, maybe at least twenty different variations of anger. 
frustration, agitation, irritability, um, you know, there, there, if you really, really, you know, explored that anger is just such a quick word to say love is similar because there are different variations of love. Um, I feel like, I feel like I have in my own life had trouble with anger. Um, meaning it, you know, just to put myself out there a little bit, um, I never really felt comfortable being angry, especially in situations where I should have been angry. And I want to say that for a lot of people, anger is one of those hard to feel, um, (coughs) bless you, hard to feel, um, hard to express. Um, Sometimes people can be feel or feel emotionally constipated. And I've, I've, you know, I've come across that in my own life and I understand what it means to be a person that needs to be more comfortable with their anger and the anger's there, um, you know, in different, you know, parts of, you know, my journey in life. Um, but I, I don't just, I am not, I'm pretty much a fairly mostly peaceful person. I'm not looking for a fight. I'm not, you know, pugnacious. I, I, I'm an avoider. I'll avoid a, you know, a big, you know, kind of a, uh, conflict. Thank you. But I do think, like, I was just laughing while Cor was talking because I was remembering the movie The Office Space with Jen Aniston, and I forget who the other guy was, but there was this guy, and it, it didn't end well. It, uh, it ended very violently. Milton and I, with the stapler? It, it was it Milton yeah. with the red stapler, but he was, he was just... Talk about someone who needed to get in touch with his anger, but then once he did, it was just n- n- totally inappropriate. But... You know, there are people who don't have a good relationship with their anger, who are afraid of their anger. And I know a lot of people don't like Jordan Peterson. He's a very controversial character. And I I do think some of the I do appreciate some of his points of view, Um, not everything, but some of his points of view. I think he's a very articulate person, but he does talk about the fact that, you know, with courage and strength, we have human strength, right? We know we're capable of anger. We know we're capable. And when you think about it, you wonder why sometimes people just lose it and go postal. Like, it's, it's, it's a horrible, horrible thing to do. But sometimes people who don't have the capacity to contain their anger, which takes a lot of skill and um, immaturity and um, self-awareness, um, you can channel anger. <laughs> I mean, you can work out, you can go running, you could go for a walk, you could do, you know, like punch your pillow, you know, I mean, things like that. You know, there, there are different ways. There are people who lo- like love uh, martial arts because it's a way in which they can safely, um, or boxing, you know, kickboxing. Um, I know that um, I think one of the people on the Peloton series Kendall uh she I don't want to miss say what she said she struggled with but she struggles with mental has mental health issues or had mental health issues and one of the things that literally saved her was I believe kickboxing boxing. yeah boxing and and when you think about it you know the, here's a person who you know is is a public figure she started out as a 
you know, probably, you know, nobody knew her until Peloton came about. But I appreciate her story because even on her Instagram page, she does talk about how, you know, oh, I'm feeling like crap today and um, here's what's going on with me and here's it. But, you know, she's, she's, um, you know, she's not a victim. She's a victor. And that, that's another thing that I think that we learn from, you know, people that we like to listen to in the car or when we're, we want to feel inspired and we want to, um, you know, educate ourselves and, and, um, you know, kind of put things in perspective. Um, so I, you know, not, not to get way off point cause I can be very tangential, but I, I definitely don't shame anger. Um, I've seen probably every variation of anger in my life. And I'm sure lots of you have too. I think in, in our work, we've seen it. Um, angry people who, I mean, when you think about children who are depressed very often it looks like anger because they're not able to articulate how they're really feeling inside. So it's easier to get angry sometimes. Sometimes it's really easy to get angry, isn't it? I and mean, when you think about it, for some of for some of us who, you know, anger easily, you know, you need to be careful about that because, you know, how does it affect other people around me? How does it affect my relationships, my job? Because let's face it, you can't just quit your job sometimes. You know, I've been in situations too, and I, I know CORE has as well, where, you know, we weren't really super happy with um, the people we were working for or working with at times. And it was like, what do, you know, we have to figure out a different way and we have to pour our energy into something, something different and healthier. And, and um, subsequently, you know, we weren't able to leave our jobs right at the moment we felt uncomfortable, we had to work through that. And I think iron sharpens iron. And it's sometimes, you know, I believe in God. So I would say the God universal energy, people are put in our path for a reason. And maybe it's to teach us patience. Maybe it's to teach us a whole bevy of things. And we just don't know it yet until it happens. Usually it's in in hindsight that we realize what we've learned and oh oh okay now that's I get it now but in the moment it it feels like you're so consumed by your senses that you can't but I think the the message really is is to try to be civilized with anger and usually and I say this with a hundred percent certainty is that people feel angry when they're disrespected and that's something that I learned. Or not heard. Yeah, or unheard and also feel disres- disrespected. Yes. And I think that that's when you see a lot of people really enraged. Um, but it comes, I, I worked on an inpatient unit with adolescent boys from DYS and, and adolescent girls, boys and girls. Um, but anyway, uh, and I worked with a psychiat- psychiatrist that I really liked, and uh, he was very, he did a lot of um, research, and he, he was he was really good psychiatrist, and kids loved him. But he would always start the groups, like, because I learned a lot about groups from him, and he, he said, anger comes from being disrespected. And a lot of the clients that I've worked with over the years, be it therapy or med management, when I'm dealing with somebody who's extremely angry, 
you know, some of it is mood related and some of it's related to bipolar disorder because I mean that agitation and irritability and anger, rage, um, that's, that's part of the criteria. I, I don't know exactly if it's a criteria for diagnoses, but you see it in mania and you see it in, in mixed episodes. You see it in depression. You see anger in um, personality disorders. You see full-blown rage with narcissism, although I really haven't had any narcissist knock down my door for borderline, treatment. Borderline. Borderline personality disorder, borderline rage. That's, you know, I hate you, don't leave me, but the fear of abandonment. And, and when someone leaves or threatens to leave, then that evokes a lot of anger. Again, not as a criticism of people who struggle with this, because nobody wants to struggle with any of this. Um, but it's it's essential to know, like, your, what is my relationship to anger? I, I, I did a group, um, several groups with people, and I do it with my clients a lot, um, people who are struggling with an issue, particularly an emotion um, and or substance. But I'll, I'll say, write a letter to it. If whatever this problem, emotion is of yours, just sit down with a notebook. Don't even think too much about it. Just start writing. Don't think about the beginning. Don't think about the end. Just start writing. Dear anger, you know, and you can't, and, and I found that that exercise is so powerful and people really got a lot out of it for the most part. Not everybody liked it, I'm sure. But anyway, I'm just throwing things out there. It's stuff to think about. Certainly when you're feeling very angry and you feel like you're unsettled, you want to try to get yourself settled. Anger can look like fight or flight, like Cor said earlier. So if you are a trauma survivor and you have PTSD, complex PTSD, which is, there are lots of various different types of traumatic um, PTSDs. Uh, but when you need to kind of temper that rage, you know, always try to get yourself away from a situation that's evoking the rage, but also keep in mind using your five senses where you can try to self-soothe using calming techniques or any kind of um, calming stimuli um, that just calms the central nervous system, calms the reaction, calms, tempers the anger. Um, sometimes it's just smiling. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but if you force yourself to smile, it can sometimes change things. Although if you're really, really angry and you start smiling, you're going to look really kind of loopy. But, um, you know, I, I, I guess that just, you know, even taking a shower or removing yourself and just changing the environment if you can, but t t taking, taking in your five senses and actually six senses, the sixth sense, sense is movement, um, which was derived from the mindfulness um, uh, version of dialectical behavior therapy, which I talk about the DBT on and off throughout the last couple of years. Anyway, I'm rambling, but I just want to say use, you know, five, six senses. So yoga, okay, yoga, walking, running, climbing, hiking, you know, whatever it is you got to do, swimming. I mean, play a sport, whatever. Um, okay. Oh, 
I'm rambling. Okay. All right. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry if I was rambling too much, but I'm, I, um, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for all of your support. <clears throat> I'll be quiet. Rambling. Uh, so just, I think Julie brought up some really great points, except one where she talked about punching a pillow. That was the old research. What they had suggested, if you were angry, punch something. That is no longer valid or true, because what they found is that if you punch... <laughs> That's Julie being passive-aggressive. If you if you punch a that is that was you'd be passive aggressive. Sometimes I told her she was rambling. Uh, if you punch a pillow and you feel better, you're just reinforcing it, which is going to make you want to punch something else in the future. So that that research has been kind of eliminated, and the, and the goal is don't punch something if you feel angry. But anger is a very valid emotion. Uh, definitely, definitely getting in touch. Getting it, getting in, in touch with it, um, and and not being afraid of it, uh, because it can. It is a very viable, uh, realistic. E Julie, please, realistic emotion um, that all of us are prone to. It just you have to look at at to what degree does it become problematic. So hopefully this was helpful, um, and. Uh, as always, uh, I will. I try my best to get back to everybody. Uh, feel free to reach out to me at Psychology Unplugged at Outlook.com. Psychology, our Instagram page is Psychology underscore Psychology underscore Unplugged underscore. Um, you can email me through Psychology Today. Or contact me directly at 617-750-9411, East Coast Standard Time in the United States. Thank you guys for your continued support. Hope everyone is doing well. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And I will see you and talk to you guys next week. Bye.